recorded. You're not hearing it. Why are you there not hearing it? Hearing it now. You hearing the intro? Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org. It's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. Hey, Luke, it's Insanian. Oh, gosh, here I am now for a different reason than Hel- before. Hello, Ian. Hello, it's me and stuff and things hi and uh we were not able to um record or schedule anything with andrew butler so we'll just have to talk about him behind his back it's fine uh welcome to his back well you know we either way will work yes welcome to episode 643 of the funny music podcast the title of this week's episode is unusual caption which i swear came up at random i don't know It's it's a weird thing it happens so uh yeah ian's here andrew's not um we were doing i'm wet because i was uh cleaning up <laughs> cleaning out a bucket that's just, that's just the, the best intro ian is here andrew's not i'm wet okay sure that's welcome to the show kids welcome to the fump cast people this, this is how we do things um let's do the catch-up thing because i want to know what luke thought of the movie Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. So before we get into that, a uh, big thank you to Wildcard, who subscribed on Twitch of uh, 22 months in a row. Thank you, Wildcard. So, Luke, what you been up to? Well, um... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I guess yeah. The, uh, the 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 niftiest thing that has happened in the past uh, uh, two weeks <laughs> would be that uh, thanks to uh, uh, our friend Mr. Tony Goldmark, um, I got to go to the American premiere uh, uh, theatrical screening of Weird: The Al Yankovic Story, and um, yeah, uh, that movie is. The thing I tweeted out uh, was basically, uh, I just said, you know, everybody, you are not prepared for what is coming. <laughs> I've had is... a few things spoiled for me, and I'm still not prepared. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, um, I, I, you know, I basically avoided uh, reading about it. I think Tony said, like, he was trying to, you know, Tony... Tony is, you know, uh, when it comes to his Weird Al fandom, he's, he, you know, he like really tries to stay on top of everything and, you know, know all the things and have all the articles and, and read all the things. So he had a bunch of stuff spoiled for him too. But, um, but, but I, I basically uh, had been avoiding everything as much as I could besides, you know, the actual main trailers that they put out. But yeah, this, this movie is, uh, you know, first of all, I mean, obviously there's the the original, you know, parody trailer that was made like about a decade ago. Twelve and, years ago. Yeah, twelve years ago. So that and yeah, they basically made sure to kind of, you know, hit some of the main big things that happen in that so that, you know, it's, you know, really, you know, <laughs> staying true to, to that whole 
original piece. Um, but um, but yeah, it's <laughs> it it it's it, it it's. I'm trying You're at to a loss for words. <laughs> well, I, that's the thing. I don't want to spoil anything for you. So <laughs> just, yeah, like it, it is. They make some really interesting, creative, and hilarious choices in the rewriting of, you know, what actually happened. And I think for all of us who, you know, are the hardcore fans who really who know the actual truth of all the things it's like even more hilarious for us just because we know oh well that didn't actually you know this didn't happen in this order or whatever you know or just you know it's like with so many of these uh uh biopic type you know films about rock stars they're basically kind of you know condensing things or like you know <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, telling things out of order or, or, you know, just, you know, playing with the, you know, the way things actually happened just for dramatic effect or whatever. So, uh, it's just, <laughs> oh God, I, I, I know this sounds, everything I've been, I haven't said anything really, God, I just don't want to spoil anything. It's, it's so good that I, it's, it's so important <laughs> that you that you not know the things that I want to tell you about how great this movie is. So <laughs> this is a really crappy uh, review uh, on my part, but you'll just have to see it. Worst and, uh, review ever. Yes. <laughs> it's the worst review ever of the best comedy that you will have seen in like a decade, probably. So, um, yeah. And oh, my God, so many cameos. Holy crap. This is this has more cameos than your average Muppet movie. There, it's it's crazy how many cameos nice. are in this movie. So um, and here here's the other thing is uh, uh, Tony, again, being the vigilant one he is, he found out there's going to be another screening uh, out here in the L.A. area happening on Thursday, the 27th, two weeks from now. And he bought a bunch of tickets for that. So. Uh, you know, I'm actually going to go see it again with him. <laughs> on the 27th. Perfect. On the 27th. And, and, and actually next week, just so you know, Devo, uh, I'm doing that other uh, uh, local comedy show uh, with Kyle and Bonnie out here. So basically, uh, the next two episodes of the Fumpcast, I won't be here. <laughs> oh, okay. Ian, so, you want to fill in? <laughs> uh... I'm in the midst of moving, so maybe. Oh, right. <laughs> like, technically, we're not moving until November, but getting the house and stuff yep. Yep. together and all that. So, I, I'm put me down as a maybe. Okay. That's so, fair. But for everybody else in the world, you know, November 4th is when it comes out on the Roku channel, and it's 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 amazing. So, um, And I also did a, a live show with uh, TV's Kyle and Lindsay and El Nage at the Corbin Bowl out here in Tarzana. And that went uh, really cool. It was a lot of fun. I was a little nervous because, you know, when it, it's a, you know, kind of a general public type audience. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you are all that? full of the yawns today. Jeez. I was up super late last night finishing a, um, a, uh, a commission piece of artwork uh, <laughs> that I posted today. 
Um, Burning the midnight oil, I see. Yeah, basically. Um, or the 5 a.m. oil, whichever you prefer. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a half-hour set. I did, um, uh, uh, like, fake adult and candy bars and, and, and uh, you know, just some of my more stuff that I was pretty sure the general public would be into. And then I, you know, ended with uh, Snoopy the dog and when he wished for a death star and just, yeah, the, my, my set went really good. People really dug it. I, I got a lot of compliments from some of the other yeah, comics that were there after the show. And, um, and, uh, uh, Kyle and Lindsay did their set with El Nage. Just, it went great. Our friend, um, Erica Haynes was there so that we had the first live performance of the song, Mary Berry Muffins, which had Erica in it singing her part from the album, which was really cool. And uh, Kyle did some other uh, uh, tracks that he'd never done live before. He did Eduardo O'Lantern, which is one of my personal oh, favorites wow, cool. of Kyle's. So. so, yeah, so hopefully he'll maybe do that at MarsCon or something. So Seasonal appropriate. Yes. Oh, yeah, I did I did Gory Gory Hallelujah so that I could be seasonally appropriate. So, yeah. Um yeah, that's about all of the highlights of the past two weeks for me. What have you been up to, Devo? Uh, well, last weekend I went to Con on the Cob, or as it's properly pronounced, Con on the Cob! Um, which was awesome. That convention is so much fun. It's just so weird. Like, I, I got out there Friday night, and I was part of a, a fictional band called um, Voice Having Murder Thug Killers which yeah that's andy cubs like yeah. nerdcore group isn't yeah. it yeah andy made that up it was like somebody apparently was doing this thing like name a band that begins with each letter of the alphabet and he got up to v and he couldn't think of any so he just made up voice having murder thug killers and then decided you know what i'm gonna make that so we basically a whole bunch there were, there were like seven or eight of us we basically just got up on stage and Andy handed us like makeshift instruments. Like I had a plate with a ruler that I was hitting and we just like <laughs> improvised music and stuff. And most of it wasn't good. Some of it was, um, <laughs> <laughs> most of it wasn't good. No, uh, but it was a lot of fun and it was, it was remarkably weird. And I got off stage and I thought, you know what? That's probably not the dumbest thing I'm going to do this weekend. And uh, <laughs> and sure enough. Um, but uh, let's see. I th There were lots of performances over the weekend. Uh, Mark Cooper, Juice Lee, or a couple other nerdcore acts. Uh, huge, huge. Um, Worm Quartet, Carrie Dalby, uh, and of course Schaefer the Dark Lord, who was like the, the music guest. Do and uh, Toby Danger, who's Toby been Danger. On and unfortunately, I I filmed Toby Danger performing uh, "Too Fat for Rock and Roll" with the intention of including it on the next Fump compilation, and I got their permission for and everything. And I went back and I watched the video, and there's no audio. My phone just decided instead of recording oh. the music that's coming in my face, it's just going to record this noise for four and a half minutes. So I don't know what happened. I've never had that happen before, but. Unless somebody else recorded the audio from that performance, it's unusable. So yeah, I was going to ask: did did was anybody there running sound like recording the audio? Um, I was kind of running the sound, uh, <laughs> so not on that front. I don't know if anybody else filmed it. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask around and see if anybody else filmed their set, and maybe I can, I can pull the audio off of their recording. I well, hope so, because that yeah. would be a cool extra for one of the CDs. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, my set went really well. Um, I tried to do a few songs that either I've never done before. Or I've only done once. So I did uh, Mandalorian, uh, Zipper Injuries, and Dryer Portal. And um, all went really well. I had trouble memorizing them for some reason. So I ended up, I had a, I brought my music stand with me and I had the cheat sheets in front of me. Um, but it, it went really well. Um, I did a couple of songs with Worm Quartet. Um, we did Take the Fire Back and uh, Math is Bullshit. And um, my job gave me a poncho. And of course, I, I signed to the Rabbit song. And then in between two of those songs, without warning me, Shoebox goes, here's something I've always wanted to do to you. And he pushes play on his thing. And it's the Rabbit song at double speed. <laughs> So nice. he's up there just going, they eat and shit and shit and eat and fuck and fuck and fuck and fuck and eat and fuck and shit and shit and shit and shit and I'm sitting there going, what is happening? And I just start signing as fast as I can. So that was fun. Oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and on Sunday, I picked up this piece of artwork in the dealer room that I absolutely fell in love with. And I, I texted my wife. I'm like, do I want to spend this much money on a piece of art? And she's like if you want it. And I was like, I have that much money. I can totally spend that. It wasn't like outrageous or anything, but it was more than I normally spend on something from the dealer room. And what it is, it's an 18 by 24 painting painted with gray bricks. And then in the middle of it is a perler bead pixel art of the stained glass window from Mario, from the Mario castle, from Peach's castle. Um, and it looks beautiful. Absolutely love this thing. Uh, the bricks, you know, are painted to look like the bricks from Peach's Castle, so it looks right. like the window set into the from it, the from Mario sixty four sixty four and um, all the others. I think since then they've all had the castle with the stained glass window on it. Um, yeah, and I I love that thing. So I actually talked Jen into letting me hang that in the living room. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't have to hide it down here with the rest of my crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it looks really cool and um my acting 202 class started on on tuesday night so we had to, did a couple of a couple more scenes i got to play um a psychopath who had a family kidnapped in the basement and was you know arguing about ransom money with the one of the family members um and i got to play a four-year-old who found a playboy and was trying to share it with his friends so that was fun <laughs> <laughs> Casting against type once again. Absolutely, yes. So, Ian, what have you been up to? Uh, well, um, as I kind of mentioned in passing, we're moving. We we have we we haven't closed on it yet, but we're closing on a new house. We're selling this house, so many things are packed away, and many things are are moved around and we're, we're moving in November. We're closing in November and moving a couple weeks after that. We want to repaint in there and everything. So things have been a little hectic. And in the middle of all of this, uh, for my mom's 71st birthday, we took her to the Cincinnati zoo this past weekend. Oh, cool. Um, because, uh, she is obsessed with the baby hippos at the Cincinnati zoo. <laughs> she keeps reposting all the videos of the cute baby hippos there and she wanted to see them, and it's her 71st birthday, wasn't able to do anything for her 70th, so we got her to the Cincinnati Zoo on, on Saturday, uh, flew her in from Baltimore, Sarah and I drove up from here, and uh, spent a day at the zoo, and then the next day came back. 
Did she get to uh, see and, the hippos at least, or were they like put away oh, or something? No, she definitely saw the hippos. Okay. Uh, we got tons of photos, red pandas, all sorts of cool animal stuff. Uh, it was it was a big day. It was a big day. Uh, so we were at the, the zoo all day that day. Uh, I came back from the zoo, and Monday was filming all day on a short film here in Chicago where I play, of all things, a drug dealer. They couldn't have cast a more straight-edge person to play a drug dealer <laughs> yeah. as I'm packing eight balls into tennis balls. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Acting. Yeah, here it is. is. Is this a thing drug dealers do? I don't know. How do I do this? <laughs> yeah, I'm just shoving it in with my finger. We are just fine. They had to pre-score the, the, the eight ball because I couldn't cut it with a with the razor that was just not happening so the magic of movies we pre-scored it um like, but yeah no i spent all day doing that on monday and then tuesday i got a terrible cold sore on the lip because i haven't had one of those in several years so <laughs> hey well, you're, just, you're one of those filthy drug then, dealers what's that you're one of those filthy drug dealers so clearly you know. yeah uh no all the stress of of the house and the moving and dealing with the other owner of the the house that we're buying and getting my mom to Cincinnati and getting her to the airport when we were done and all that. And it's just like stress here it is on your face. So because of that, I wasn't able to film my video this week and it's kind of mostly better now, but like, I'm sure you can see something on my lip in the video, but uh, it's too, too low clear. res for me to make anything out. A little, but... little low res and I'm banking on that. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, uh, other than that, you know, working on trying to get this, EP that I'm working on out this very nerdcore focused, not quite comedy thing that I'm doing. And that's it. You know, not I'm noticing that, you know, like your, the way, the way your t-shirt is, there's like a O I X right underneath you, which is a very unusual caption. Uh, it's, 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 O slash. I forgot that that was the thing. I was going to explain it, and then I realized, oh, wait, no, that's the secret message. <laughs> All right. So does the new house have a murder shed? No. No, it uh, does not. And the murder shed is not coming with us. No. <laughs> we are going to paint the murder shed, I think. Uh, again, I painted it a couple years ago. Uh, but no, the murder shed is going to stay. It has a regular shed. I want a murder shed. <laughs> yeah, the upkeep is a pain. <laughs> um, you know, you got to mop the bloody floors every so often. Mm. <laughs> uh, so no, the murder shed is staying. Uh, but this well, one has. Are Abby and Waffles getting their own room? <laughs> yes, the house. <laughs> um, the 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 other rooms are our rooms that we are locking them out of. Uh, the main reason, one of the main main things, number one is I have a lot of shit that I brought from Baltimore that is still in boxes in the basement. Uh, I'd like to not have it be in boxes for my, the rest of my life. And also, Sarah needs an office. Uh, her office is currently, like, the dance room. And uh, so she, you know, gets yelled at every morning by Waffles, who is just the, the furriest bag of dicks. And he just, <laughs> he, he, he just screams at her every morning. Just singing the song of his people 
because she's in a meeting every morning, and that's what's better than to be in a product meeting and have <laughs> in the background. So you know, Jax does that to me to... too. Every time I get on a meeting, he he jumps up on my lap and gets right up in my face because like he wants to be you know the center of attention to see mm-hmm. what's going on. Who are you talking to that isn't me? Yeah, why aren't you petting me? Right. You should be petting me. Uh, so, you know, we want to have her have a door that she can close and lock the kitties out so this kind of shit doesn't happen all the time. Um, so, yeah, we, we got a place. It's actually not even super far from where we are. It's like two miles up the road. Nice. Uh, like two miles south of, of where we live right now. And, uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's nerve-wracking. Uh, and uh, we'll be glad when it's over. Yeah, moving sucks. I, I can moving attest sucks. to that. We are not moving anything. We are boxing everything up, and we are hiring movers because fuck that. Yes. Yeah. Um, the next time I move, that's exactly what I'm doing. I am never doing that again. Yeah, and uh, you know we'll be we'll be glad when it's over. We uh, the basement isn't finished. We're gonna spend a season to see what the basement's gonna be like, uh, given weather. And uh, and then if everything is all good down there, then we're going to finish the basement. And that is where my office and all my various nerdy enormities will go. Various um, and sundry video game thingies. Various and sundry video games. All 50 of the game systems I have. You could paint um, the wall in the basement to look like a, like a Mario level. I heard, no, I I'm not doing popular. that. Because uh, someone's already taken that idea. Yeah, you see that, that but, thing. Uh, Those are decals. I didn't paint that. I, I just yeah. painted it blue, and then my wife bought the decals for me. Yeah, no, I'm I'm probably going to make a CYK wall uh, for a green screen wall for down there for filming. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, uh, no. No, no, no Mario wall. I, I have, I have uh, Kyle's mario print here nice That's probably the most mario i'll have <laughs> on the walls anyway games will be everywhere we talked about painting one wall green here so for to you know facilitate my filming the problem is we don't know where we could possibly do it where we'd have enough room to actually yeah. film because there's just furniture and shit everywhere so it's like that is the problem yes so but anyway you posted a song I did. Give us a quick intro to that one. We'll give it a listen. Sure. Uh, Okay. So I have always been told that I'm that guy whenever I go to a concert. Uh, So I I took that to its logical conclusion and made a friggin' song about it. Because, you know, what else do comedy musicians do? Indeed. All right. Here is That Guy by Insania. Simply stop, but they keep laughing at my top. Everybody here. 
Funky-ass bass line you got going there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I did the music for that one. Oh, cool. Um, that very was good. actually not Ben that time. That was me uh, using loops uh, from, a, from a Magic Music Maker uh, program. But the style of music that I'm doing in this, this is a pastiche of a band called TWRP, or Twerp. Uh, the band used to be called Tupperware Remix Party, uh, and Tupperware said no. Right. Yeah, I remember. And, okay, I've heard of them. And uh, they are they are now Ninja Sex Party's backing band, but they're also a band themselves, and they bill themselves as a band that is from the future, but from the '80s, but from Canada. <laughs> and uh, the distant they, future, they, the 1980s. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, I actually opened for them at BitGen Gamer Fest 11 in Baltimore several years ago and have been a huge fan of theirs ever since and uh got a chance to like i had been wanting to do a pastiche of their their kind of electro synth funk stuff that they've been doing uh and and so wrote this song specifically to be a pastiche of their style uh the lead singer uh which is uh commander sung or dr sung sorry dr sung uh uses a talk box so I was trying to emulate a talk box on this. Uh, usually you hear Peter Frampton's talk box uh, when he connects it to his guitar. Yeah. Sung has it connected to his keyboard. Uh, and I didn't, I don't have the ability to do that. And also talk boxes are expensive as shit. <laughs> so we did, we just like kind of put several effects on it, several different vocoder effects on it to try to kind of emulate a talk box in that. It's not perfect, but I think Ben did an amazing production job on the vocals on this. Yeah, it totally works as a, you know, poor man's talk box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I managed to download one on my phone. So if I can ever figure out what notes I'm singing that correlate to what I should press on it, I can do it live. 
but uh <laughs> but i also have to hold my phone up to the mic so that you can yeah that's that'll be awkward yeah that would be weird so what exactly does it mean to be that guy uh as far as i've always been told that guy is always the person who wears the shirt of the band they're seeing and i was like well that's what's wrong with that I yeah never, i'm, I'm in the same camp i'm like i do that all the time i have never been one of those people like you know that's there's nothing wrong with that but i always took it further like if i'm going to a movie like if i'm going to go see the new spider-man movie i'm going to wear a spider-man shirt or my spider-man hoodie which i always wear anyway yeah um but you know i i'm always that guy wearing the sh- the clothing of the thing i'm seeing and you know we- weird al fans are all that guy you go to an al concert everybody's wearing a hawaiian shirt or a weird al specific shirt yep uh and you know so I never, I never thought that was a bad thing, but to other people outside of that particular fandom or something, going to any other band and seeing the band that you're seeing wearing the, the shirt of them, sometimes people look down on that. And I always thought that was weird. So I was like, let me just write a song about how I feel about it when people say that to me. And also, where can I take that to the extreme? You know? So. Yeah. I used Even- to have a, um, a custom... Uh, hockey jersey that said Yankovic 27 on the back. Nice. And uh, I actually uh, made one for Bermuda too because we were chatting at the time and I told him I was making one. He's like, oh, can you make me one? And I was like, sure. So I sent him one. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Luke, you were about to say something. Yeah, I can tell you the origin of this whole thing is to the best of my knowledge. There was a movie that came out in 1994, a college raucous type comedy oh pcu pcu yeah i remember that now yeah no yeah Yeah. that was there's a whole scene in pcu about being that guy i forgot about that like i had literally never heard of that whole notion of you know giving somebody crap for wearing you know the you know the the t-shirt of the band you're going to see in concert and you know it's you know, because it, what happens in the scene is that there's a some fictitious you know band from the movie is performing at a place, and Jeremy Jeremy Piven is there, and like some other guys like wearing the shirt, and he's like, "Wait, you're you're wearing the T-shirt of the band that you're going to see," and he goes, "Yeah," and he's like, "Don't don't be that guy," like really like crapping yeah. on it, and like for a movie that I think you know. Basically, nobody remembers. How did that one thing get into pop culture and become like such a thing? It's like, you know, of all the things to shame a person for, it's like that's the whole point of being a fan of a thing, you know? Admittedly, admittedly, I had always heard that before the movie. Really? Okay. But the movie really did make it more widespread. Okay. Admittedly, also, everybody in my friend group loved that movie uh and you know we were like hey we're all that guy whatever who cares <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same kind of level of you know to, to my knowledge nobody disparaged uh the existence of like the ewoks and stuff you know and, and like you know all of the things in return of the jedi you know because oh it's just a bunch of fucking muppets until clerks came until along. clerks yeah and then everyone's just like yeah fuck them fuck return of the jedi fuck the ewoks i'm like wait what how you all agree with this what the hell you know <laughs> so ewoks are awesome yeah <laughs> and 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 you know 
I don't know if the same thing can be said about Jar Jar and when Space took it apart, but you know. No, Jar Jar got hate pretty much right from the trailers. I think. Yeah, that's, that's quite a, kind of what I, I seem to remember, but I do remember that uh, that uh, Simon Pegg on Spaced uh, definitely contributed to that, and I contributed to it too. I have a song on the People versus George Lucas soundtrack for Christ's sake. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not completely blameless in this myself. I'm not. I'm not proud of that anymore. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine now. It's all fine. It's all it's fine. fine now. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Do y'all remember that Jar Jar Binks was on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine? Yeah. Like it was like a portrait shot of him. And then in the article, like one of the big quotes from Ahmed Best, you know, which of course this came out before Phantom Menace came out. And he was like, he was like, um, Everyone thinks Yoda is so great, but he's just a guy with a hand up his ass. Like that was, like it was him slamming Yoda. <laughs> and I, so you know, I feel really bad for everything that's happened to Ahmed Best. I don't think he deserved all of that. <laughs> okay, I think he. It's like I don't know. I just it's just kind of like you sh- you, sh- you shouldn't have smack talked Yoda, man. You should. <laughs> it's like. Well, it's 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 as the old <laughs> adage goes: you don't shit where you eat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jar Jar works on Clone Wars. He does. I'm sure, he does. Yes, yeah. he absolutely <laughs> does. I uh, I I finally got all of Clone Wars that they released on Blu-ray on Blu-ray, so I should probably start watching it now. <laughs> I purchased Mighty Magiswords on Amazon. I purchased hey. it on Voodoo when it came out. So, Luke, when you when you get your next check, like three cents of that are from me. I hope so. <laughs> You've already gotten my three cents. It's fine. Yeah, things. So, oh, uh, yeah. I do want to eventually. I was hoping to do a music video for this before I posted it on the Fump, but uh, I want to eventually do a music video for every single song that's on Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um. I've been wanting to do one for each of those for a while, but obviously things are busy. Yes. Uh, So I might, this is just the spitballing thing. I might do a Indiegogo to see if I can raise some money to do videos for all of these. Cause there's an animated music video that I've been wanting to do for months now that I have not been able to raise the funds for it on my own. So I might need some help with that. Uh, but that's dependent on everything going on, and that probably won't even happen until next year anyway because of the move and everything. Um, but I, I think it would be cool to do a video for each of these. Um, I don't know if like that would be like a reward through the Indiegogo, so once all they're done, I'd put them all on a DVD and just have it be a thing. It will go up on YouTube too, and I know a lot of people don't, mess with dvds when the thing is available for free on youtube but yeah you know so if anybody has any ideas and thinks it sounds like a good idea yeah you know send me a tweet add in zany and b let me know um but uh for the most part it's still an idea i'm spitballing right now nothing is set in stone nothing is yes or no on it it's just an idea that i'm speaking out into the world now uh you know for the few people that watch this uh, uh six at the moment <laughs> All right. One of them is uh, me. But yeah, one of them is you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, it's it's just an idea. We'll see if that gives birth to anything or not. But 
I would like to do a video for every song on there. And I've gotten a bunch of them done already and a bunch of them I've done myself, but I'd kind of like to get some animated music videos done, uh, especially for uh, Video Game Boy, which I've been talking with somebody about doing that. And they gave me a price and I was like, okay, sure, I'll have that to you soon. And that was uh, almost a year ago. Mm. So... <laughs> So soon things, things have been busy and tight and money and things. Yes. So tell us about this nerdcore project you're working on. Okay. So uh, I am doing, I have been working on a EP for the game Bioshock, which uh, is a three game series so far. Uh, this year was the 15th anniversary of the release of the first game. Uh, back in August, August 21st was the 15th anniversary of the release. Uh, and uh, it's a three-song EP, one song for each game. Uh, it's something I've had an idea for since Luke Skikon in 2013. Uh -huh. um, and uh, it's not it's not comedy. So it's not something I, you know, I'm going to go into too much detail on here. Uh, but each song is about each one of the games, and each song has a guest on it. Uh, doing the hook, or in the case of the second song, doing a hook and a verse. So on the first song, I have one of the biggest Bioshock fans I've ever known, the Stupendium, is doing the hook on that song. Uh, on the second song, Beefy is doing a hook and uh, doing the hook and a verse. And on the third song, based on Bioshock Infinite, is Twill Distilled, formerly of Wreck the System. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, a uh, lot of lot of good guests on that. It's been in the works for a very long time, obviously, since I said 2013. I've had two of the instrumentals since then. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm trying to get it done and out by this month. We'll see if that actually happens. Um, but taking pre-orders for it on my Bandcamp page. And uh, if you pre-order it, you also get the instrumentals for all three tracks as well. Uh, you get the beefy song now. The beefy song you can go check out on the album now, uh, on on the Bandcamp page. You'll get that song uh, right away. And uh, I I'm super proud of what I've written so far uh, of what people can hear, and uh, I hope people dig it. Uh, it's just my it's for once I'm trying something in nerdcore that's not not all of the goofs. Um, but you know, we'll see what it goes with that. It's just a thing I'm experimenting with. It'll become really popular. It'll be the most popular thing you did, and then you decide, you know what? I'm not doing comedy anymore because this is popular. <laughs> uh, I will never, I will never decide that. Even if it does become the most popular thing I've ever done, I'm not, I'm not turning my back on comedy. That's this is comedy will, music is my life. I will so hold much you to is. that. Please do. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it on this. That's why I'm saying it on a recorded thing that people can post and say, "Hey, you said this." Uh, no, I do a show every week called The Comedy Musician Reacts, and I react to comedy music. Yes, I'm going to be reacting to non-comedy music for Patreon, because a lot of people who support me on Patreon are fans of the Stupendium, and they want me to react to Stupendium's non-comedy songs. And I'm like, my show is called The Comedy Musician Reacts. It won't really fit the show, but I can make them Patreon exclusive, and you can give me money to see them. Um, but, uh, you know, I... The main thrust of what I do, the main reason I do anything is comedy music. And it's that's my main passion in my work is comedy music. 
I'm not going to abandon comedy music. I may take some dalliances from it occasionally just to see if I can stretch my writing muscles because I've always had this problem of I cannot write a serious song to save my life. <laughs> I, I have tried writing serious songs, and to me, they always come across sounding corny and disingenuous. So this has been an experiment for me to try to write something purposely not funny. You know, I've written songs that I meant to be funny and nobody laughed. That's not the same thing. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I've done I'm, lots I'm, of those myself. Yeah, you know, so I, I'm purposely trying to stretch my writing muscles and work out of my comfort zone and see if I can do it. This is not the only non-comedy thing I'm doing. I have been trying to do a solo album uh, just under the name Ian Bonds uh, of non-comedy music just because i feel like i have something to say but i'm not sure if i can say it and it's just been a, like an experiment for and more than anything else it's not anything that i'm like going to be like buy this it's going to be for free and it's going to be you know the, the nerdcore thing please buy but this thing not so much you know the the solo album of of more serious songs that's just to see if i can and after I'm done that, back to comedy music, because that's where my passion lies with it. You know, comedy music is really the thing I love the most and I love doing the most. Yeah, same here. I've I've written some serious songs and I, I can when I want to, but it's like the comedy is just so much more fun to write, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And the thing I love most about nerdcore and, and just hip-hop in general most nerdcore and hip hop uses punchlines, whether they're like, you know, the whole impetus of, of some certain through lines in, in, in bars is to have a punchline to help deliver that yeah. story that, but everything, you know, sometimes there's purposely clever. Sometimes they're purposely funny and I dig that, you know? So that's why I do half of what I do anyway, because it's already ingrained into the medium that I enjoy. Excellent. So do you have anything you'd like to plug? Sure. I have plenty of things I like to plug. Did you know I have merch? I did. I believe I did. Yeah. Like you say. <laughs> I, I, I have merch. I have t-shirts and all sorts of other things you can put on your body, like hats and stuff. So insaneian.myspreadshop.com. You can get all sorts of cool Insane Ian logos on things, like hats and t-shirts and I don't know, underwear, whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, that's all available. Occasionally there are sales going on. I think there's a, a sale through Spreadshop going later this month. Uh, and, of course, insaneian.bandcamp.com, which is where you can download all my music. And uh, in, uh, youtube.com slash insaneian, where I do a weekly video show called A Comedy Musician Reacts, plus my music videos are up there. No, sh no show this week because of the old Cole Sorg, and I didn't have time to film it before today uh, with that. And, uh, and of course, my Patreon, patreon.com slash Insanian, where you get all my music early, get all my music videos early, get the Comedy Musician Reacts early, participate in polls, get your name in the end credits of all my videos, all sorts of other cool perks and stuff like that. Uh, where I drop a bunch of like, hey, you know, it's basically my fan club and you can subscribe to that and get all sorts of exclusive perks and stuff like that. And I talk to you about, you know, hey, here's the idea of the fundraiser. What do you think of that? And you can help vote on that kind of thing. So 
All right, sounds good. All right, we're going to move on to news and stuff. Are you sticking around or are you taking off? I can stick around. All righty, let's do a promo. This is the Fump. The Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T H E F U M P.com. I don't know a lot, but if you be my girl, maybe I'll hold your hair while you hurl. Time for Funny Music News. Something, something, something. In the news, Robbie Ellis has announced he has a new album coming out on November 4th. This is called The Metric System. You can pre-order it now at RobbieEllis.Bandcamp.com and also preview two of the songs. And he's having a release show on Saturday the 5th at the Annoyance Theater in Chicago. He will be joined by lots of guests who will be covering the songs on his new album, including Insane Ian, Jake DeWar. Hi, that's me. I'm doing that. Matt Griffo and Bill Larkin. Get tickets at theannoyance.com. Yeah, that's going to be a really cool concert. It's it's an 18-track album, which I think means uh, 18 different comedy musicians covering his songs, as well as doing one song of their own, all with a live band. Nice. That's, that's amazing. Uh, it's going to be a long Jake show. Duar, <laughs> Jake Duar from also on the phone. Uh, is is playing guitar in that. Uh, it's going to be a big night. Uh, also, uh, on his album, Bonnie Gordon uh, is on one of the tracks. Nice. She won't be at the show, will she? I don't think she'll be at the show, no. All right. Uh, Nuclear Bubble Wrap released a SpongeBob cover EP called Jellyfish Jams. This is three cover songs from SpongeBob. Uh, these, or at least one of them was used in the SpongeBob movie Rehydrated Project. Uh, the songs are SpongeBob and Patrick confront the psychic wall of energy, Ocean Man and Ripped Pants, and also comes with instrumental versions of the album. The EP is available as a 7-inch vinyl, a mini CD, or as a digital download. That's available I'm at pretty, nuclearbubblewrap.bandcamp.com. I'm pretty sure they did that. If I'm not mistaken, Ocean Man is a Ween song, and I'm pretty sure the only reason they did that was so they could cover a Ween song. Probably. <laughs> and TV's Kyle was interviewed by Newsweek about Judy Tenuta. The uh, title of the article is Mighty Magiswords Creator Pays Tribute to Comedy Legend. Judy voiced Queen Porcina on an episode, and Kyle discusses what it was like working with her in the studio. Uh, it's a really cool um, article. It's well worth the read. Just Google Judy Tenuta and Kyle Carosa, and it will come right up. Yeah, it's like... Uh... <laughs> I did. I did not. I did not have on my bingo card. Uh, your podcast will get mentioned in Newsweek this week. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad that you know 
uh, that 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 Judy got, you know, is getting some recognition. But yeah, that was just kind of trippy. Um, yeah, it's I, it's good that it happened. It's unfortunate the circumstance. Yeah, yeah. And Kyle and um, I, we recorded uh, the next uh, Tunes podcast episode coming out Sunday, and we talk about Judy uh, during the episode. So y'all have that to look forward to. I will say that was very interesting. A lot of places could not agree on how old Judy was when she passed. I heard, I saw that. Yeah. Some people were, some places were saying 65, the AP, which was the first one I saw said 65, but most everywhere else said 72. And I'm like, 72 doesn't seem right. I but don't it's, know. It's I unfortunate. It's unfortunate no matter what the age. Yeah. Um, fuck cancer. Yes, indeed. Yeah. All right. Anything else before tour dates? Nothing I can think of at the moment. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I could mention specifically, and I only have to look up the thing. Well, yeah, say the tour dates. I'll look up the information. Oh, I, can, I have one thing. Okay, and this is—it's kind of a nothing, but we're we're not sure. At the uh, New York Comic Con, they did a panel for Weird, the Al Yankovic story, where uh, Eric Apple. Uh, Dan Radcliffe and uh, Evan Rachel Wood were there live and Al was there via satellite on a big video screen and uh, Dan Radcliffe was wearing some van sneakers oh right I, I did see this I forgot about that <laughs> and they were weird the Al Yankovic story branded van sneakers now I don't know if these were customs that they had only made just for the event or if there is something that's going to be available later because the Roku channel tweeted out a picture of Dan Radcliffe wearing these, pointing at the shoes, and said something weird is coming. And it tagged both Vans and I think it hashtag weird the Al Yankovic story. So I don't know because they tagged Vans and I retweeted it and tagged Vans and Vans liked my tweet. Uh, so <laughs> at the at the show I saw last week, Eric Appel was there along with uh, Rain Wilson and Jonah Ray, who was moderating the Q and A, and they all had the shoes too. So I don't know if they yeah. made them just for the cast or if they're going to release them to the public eventually or or what. So I hope they're released to the public because I all the all the shoes that I wear are exclusively Vans. I have I just got a custom pair of Vans recently. Uh, cause I, I usually wear the checkerboard vans, but I have the Spider-Man vans that I wore in the spider versus video and I, that I wear on stage when I perform and you know, all the shoes I wear are vans because I'm fat and I don't want to bend down and tie laces. No. Uh, so I wear slip-ons and I wear vans and I love vans and I've loved vans since I was a kid because I was like, Hey, Al wears vans and I'm fat. So, uh, <laughs> was, I wasn't fat in high school, but I wore vans anyway. Um, so I wanted, you know, as soon as I saw these, I'm like, yes, please bring them to me. I want them. Give them here. So, yeah, hopefully there'll be a thing that's mass release, but we're not sure yet. So it's kind of a nothing yet, but it's been put out into the ether and I'm sure people are commenting. Yes, I've heard lots of things about it. I don't know if they're, they're existing or not, but we'll find out. Hopefully they are, because I have money I want to throw at them. <laughs> So, okay, so here's the details on that, that show uh, that uh, is coming up uh, out here in the L.A. area. The Wren Theater, which is spelled W-R-E-N, the Wren Theater presents Hollywood Nerd Nights, 
which is Thursday, October 20th at 9 p.m. It's $10 online or $20 at the door. It's an 18-plus show. Um, the performers are uh, myself, TV's Kyle, Bonnie Gordon, India Pearl, Adam White, J.P. Brown, who are all stand-ups, and a, <laughs> uh, a person who goes by the name of Dave Lederman, L-E-D-D-R-M-A-N, and judging by his picture, he... Uh, impersonates Dave Letterman, <laughs> like complete with the like big white Santa Claus beard that Dave currently has. So I guess he'll be the MC for the show. Um, and uh, the Ren Theater is located at 742 Vine Street in Hollywood, California. So um, I need to add that to my uh, my my tour dates page and stuff. And um, I uh, I shared it on my social media, and I need to keep plugging it some more. So. Uh, uh, because that link to purchase it is it's an Eventbrite link. So I'll just put it out in my social media and people can find it. So there you go. All right. Tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Thursdays online, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. Woo! On Thursdays Sorry, online, was... <laughs> Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 14th, online, Carla Ulbrich. On the 16th, on YouTube, Escape from the Secret Lab with the Consortium of Genius. On the 20th, in Hollywood, oh, California. Okay. On the 20th, in Hollywood, California, The Great Luke Ski and TV's Kyle and Linzella. The 21st to 23rd, in Worthington, Ohio, Tom Smith. And on the 23rd, in Metairie, Louisiana, The Consortium of Genius. Cog. Oh, Birthdays coming up on the 15th. Katie Frame of Reformed Whores. Happy birthday, Katie. All right. Second song of the week is by Andrew Butler. Here is Life on a Dolphin's Back Party Mix. We're not even just 
need a motorboat to stay afloat when we're cruising down Long Island Sound. It's plain to see that a bus is not for us. You can trust me, girl. In a choice between the ocean or golfing, we choose the dolphins back. Life on a dolphin's 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 back. So this song is from a remix album that he put out called Andy Thing is Remixable, uh, which has 11 tracks of remixed versions of various songs of his. It is available at andrewbutlermusic.bandcamp.com, and I just realized I need to add this to the comedy music spreadsheet because I never did. So Yeah. Look forward to that. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I, I, I've, I've said this numerous times. Uh, remixes of comedy songs are few and far between, but when they are there, uh, they're they're definitely something special. Yeah, uh, I love dance mixes of things that are initially undanceable. Yes, I do. Too. Uh, I love yeah. it when like anything is like genre bending, like you know, some yeah. slow melodic pop song gets thrown over death metal beat or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, like you know, like there's a there's a couple different things, like like arrogant worms have a dance mix of one of their songs, and and Al has a twelve inch mix of like a uh, I lost on Jeopardy, <laughs> and uh, you know we need more dance versions. Of Worm comedy. Quartet has a twenty minute mix of Monotony. Yeah, that's perfect, <laughs> and and two different remixes of. Uh, Pac-Man is 40 and so should you from yes. the, the Pac-Man EP. Yes. Um, so yeah, yeah. more also, remixes of comedy songs. Make that happen. Make more dance mixes of this. I want the weirdest rave to happen. And Ian has one of the uh, best uh, uh, covers on the 26 and a half album of That Boy Could Dance by Weird Al. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, it is a weird dance remix in that I made it sound like Lady Gaga. So, yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with the YouTuber known as There I Ruined It? Yes. Uh, I, I I have them pop up on TikTok constantly. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they're great. The, um, the, the, the children's version of Bodies that they did. You mentioned that me. to me when you were here, actually, and, and we watched it. Yeah. Yes. It kills me every time. I, I watch it so often. <laughs> They just uh, combined Frank Sinatra and Slipknot. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> That'll work. Frank Slipnatra. <laughs> All right. Let's do some feedback. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. Hamner hack. stupid it's so stupid it is I, but it's wonderful every time it's so dumb 
watching watching Luke's face explode when all of that happened, I was not prepared for what I heard and then what I witnessed. And and it's magic. All all of that that just happened was uh I am a changed man forever. <laughs> Hamner Hack wrote this is a comment from last week's episode that came in after I grabbed the comments. I think this might be too late, but I had to let you know that I am the Canadian who got the Belle Isle Rats mug, and I must say that it is a top-quality mug. Holds an appropriate amount of the heated liquid of your choice, and also has the extra function of holding cold liquids as well. As an extra selling point, it is a it is a as well adorned as a glorious image of the rats themselves. So do yourself and your family a favor and order your Belle Isle Rats mug today. Are we certain Hamnerhack does not work for the Belle Isle Rats and just basically made this a free promo for purchasing their items? We are not, but you never know. Hey, uh, I'm all for everybody getting their own theme song when you when they when they write in. I I think this sets a dangerous precedent, but an amazing <laughs> one both at the same time. And for whatever reason, all this has done is convinced me that now I need to write comments on these things. And I know I'm not going to get a special theme song for it. You're just going to clip "Shut Up, Ian" for it. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. But I'm still willing to do that just to have that happen. All right, I will do that. All right, or or it'll just be Kyle screaming. Ian! Yeah, we could do that. Why too. not both? Why not both? <laughs> Why not both? Lee Lee, let's sing a song about Lee Lee. Let's sing a song about Lee Lee. You're testing my ADD. Eclectic Lee wrote, "You can buy the 70th anniversary issue of Mad Magazine at Barnes and Noble." Thank you, Lee. And that's it for feedback for this week. I realized that there was one comedy music news adjacent thing I forgot to mention in the news, and I was reminded of it uh, a couple moments ago. Uh, Rhett and Link, a.k.a. the hosts of Good Mythical Morning, are comedy musicians, Mm -hmm. or have been in the past. They have also both been nominated for uh, Logan Awards in the past. Rub some bacon on it, and I think I'm on vacation. We're both yes. nominated for Logan Awards. I love uh, I'm on they, vacation. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. They did a, they did a, they did a remix of that or a re-recording of that on vinyl that was only offered through their Mythical Society thing a couple years ago. Uh, I missed getting it, uh, but uh, they are doing Mythicon at the end of October, October 28th to 30th in Austin, Texas. And Saturday of Mythicon, they are doing a concert of their comedy songs. Oh, cool. It will also be live streamed online. If you are not able to attend Mythicon, uh, the live stream of the uh, Rhett and Link uh, concert at Mythicon will be available online. All of that information is at MythiconTickets.com or Mythicon.com, something like that. Excellent. Thank you. They also did that song, uh, I think it was also nominated for a Logan, uh, Just Being Honest. Yeah, I think they did that one too, yeah. Yeah, that that's I love that one. That's my favorite one of theirs. <laughs> All right, teasing. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah! Tomorrow's song is by John Tobacco. 
And Tuesday song is by Lauren Mayer. And I think the uploads are working again. I didn't do I anything. Hope so. I didn't do anything, but they seem to be working again, which is <laughs> frustrating as hell. Anyway, all right. Spotify topic. Ian, any suggestions? You're the guest this week. Um, well, uh, She-Hulk just ended. Uh, songs about lawyers. Songs about lawyers. Wow. Uh, your, uh, your song, Ari, My Client, Delilah. Right, right. Okay. Uh, nursery Rhyme Lawyer by Throwing Toasters. Delilah, Nursery Rhyme Lawyer is a good one. Um... Uh, if I had the copyright, technically could work. Yep, that'll work. Um, is that was there a? Uh... Was oh, I, I think Rob Paravonian has one called "Restraining Order Love Song." Probably. I have to look that up. All right, what else we got? Are there any Better Call Saul songs? Actually, you know what? Uh, also associated with. The She-Hulk ending, songs about stalking because that's illegal. So that technically could be along with that. Sure. Yeah. You, you know, you can have all of. There's plenty of those. Didn't you stalking do one? Celebrities stalking. Yeah. Didn't you do one? I did. If you're wondering what? if I'm stalking you, I'm that's stalking it. you. That's yeah. it. But I mean, like Raymond and Scum have a song about stalking celebrities, and I, I forget like, like several about specific ones. Yes. <laughs> I'll sue you by Weird Al. That's I'll sue you it. as a good there one, go. the lawyer one. All right. Um, that's six. Here come the judge. Here come <laughs> the judge. <laughs> because that's on Spotify. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Yeah. I'm trying to think, did I... I? I've written one. I haven't recorded it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a parody of Annie Up by... Um, MOP. It's called Lawyer Up. Um, all right. I'll, I'll see what else I can find. Thank you. That will work. Yay. All right. Ian, plug yourself one more time. Uh, Patreon.com slash Insane Ian. YouTube.com slash Insane Ian. Insane Ian dot Bandcamp dot com and Insane Ian dot My Spreadshop dot com. Spread shop with a P. You can get merch there, you can get music there, you can see my videos there, and you can see all my stuff early there in reverse order. All right, and Andrew Butler is at andrewbutlermusic.bandcamp.com. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. And I'm here, too. <laughs> Hooray, he's here. Thank you for listening he's to moving. the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... So, Ian, you're wearing the branded shoes of the act you're going to see in concert? You bet your sweet ass I am. Don't, don't be that guy.